Welcome to Mountain Mama Misadventures, stories of mishap and adventure from women adventurers. Every woman has a story she can share from the zany to the inspirational. Brought to you by Mountain Mamas, a nonprofit women's adventure organization. Women empowering women to adventure. <laughs> my name is Emily Hacken. And I'm Deborah Moore, and we are your hosts. That is my radio voice. I know, it's your host <laughs> voice. I love it. <laughs> We're so excited to have Marilyn Boucher join us again this week for a continuation of her adventures down south. Marilyn is so packed with adventure stories. I married a little later than she did, but because but she did marry a little later too, enough to have like a lot of craziness happen in her 20s. So we're excited to hear some of her adventures. And um, so I just wanted to, she's originally born in Salt Lake, lives in Springville, Utah and has a husband and two amazing teenagers, a boy and a girl, um, and then also a beautiful fuzzy dog that joins her on crazy high mountain adventures. Her name is Piper. And then Marilyn, um, her fun little fact she wanted to share was all the weird ways her family skis. Like we love downhill skiing here in Utah. In fact, um, snow has just hit our mountains and the resorts are open. We're all excited. Um, so yeah, Marilyn, tell us what are your thoughts on skiing? So to maximize skiing with kids, you want to know where they freaking are. And everyone's wearing black coats and everyone's wearing blue coats and everyone's wearing gray coats. And it's as a mother, it's just like, ah, so a couple thoughts on that are have them wear obviously bright colored things, but even more winning I have found is have them wear animal costumes. (laughs) You can easily spot a giraffe on the slopes far better than black snow pants and black. So you, you still wear the clothes but you wear the costume over it. So we have, we've recently adopted this. I'm a huge fan because you get your family animal costumes, like those onesies, right? You feel me? Yeah. And you can wear them multitasking. I'm talking Halloween check. I'm talking Christmas morning. Instead of like Nick's the pajamas that everyone does that are super overpriced and just, you know, and wear your animal costume again. Cause it's, it's like, it's so comfortable right so zip up warm onesies they're so comfortable and then three you wear them skiing and you can find your children so that's what we do I've got like I said my 15 year old is a giraffe he actually showed me his friend showed him there is a YouTube of my son um which he's mega proud of because he his mom doesn't allow him to do any of that really but there's a YouTube that someone else took of him from a lift saying hey there's a giraffe and it's my boy and then ah, my it. daughter, she wears, a, she wore this last season, a light blue narwhal. I was sporting a cheetah and my husband is the best waddling penguin that ever there was. So big <laughs> fan, totally recommend. Did you get them on, did you get them on Amazon or just Amazon? And I'm talking or? like 25, 30 bucks, like okay. so reasonable. Yeah. I'm all in. So, so. fun. You can also get them post Halloween sales too. I've seen them mm-hmm. out there too. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they fit over, they're usually kind of little frumpy. So they totally fit over ski outfits. It's great. Yeah. yeah and I have I, to say, I you're, you're, you also get um, fluorescent colored helmets for your kids. That has also been very helpful when f- spotting from the lift. Yes. True that. True that. Yeah. It's, and people cheer for your kids. You know, like you want, if your kids are trying out something new and scary, like who doesn't want them to cheer for them? You know, so it's really fun. <laughs> I love this, especially because we're newbies with skiing and for our family. So 
I'm like eating this up. I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. So Marilyn, we wanted to hear your stories from down South. Your last episode was in the Zion's Narrows. Where do you want to take us today? All right. So I want to talk Zion here um, because I think it's such a beloved national park. I mean, it's one of the most visited ones in, in the United States, right? It's a top dog. And the name of Zion um, named for the Hebrew word, it means refuge, which Ooh. I think that's really interesting. Um, so my question to you in this podcast is refuge or is it <laughs> <laughs> are the tales I'm going to tell, uh, this park is majesty. I mean, if you've been breathtaking upward views, you know, it's, it's just astounding. There's a sense of awe that absolutely surrounds you at every turn in Zion. Um, it both, I feel like puts you in your place. And it gives you a destination to aspire to. There's always some new, you know, incredible view or point or something that you can go and explore. So in my last podcast, um, check it out. I shared, you know, an, a narrows tail with some, some, some male interest that I had. And in this one, the male interest continues. <laughs> I was and asked it's, out. You know, it's the twenties. What are you doing? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I was asked out by this boy. He, told me he was he was taking me on a date but not a lot of information we get in a vehicle we drive down to zion national park i mean what a big date wow from cedar and cedar we get city, out onto utah the, yeah cedar city and we get out onto the zion lodge uh they have a large green grass area and a magnificent huge tree you know the one i'm talking about in front of the lodge so we're standing there and i'm like what are we doing here why are we and he's just like, just wait. And people from our group start to, this is a double, triple, quadruple date show up and okay. And he opens up this bag and there's these uh, croquet set. So uh, we're, we're playing croquet on the lawn at Zion. How cool. <laughs> um, but also here is your um, share green wig to wear and your Afro and your, everybody had crazy, crazy wigs and <laughs> it didn't end there. Here are your go-go boots, Marilyn. And here is my onesie sparkle suit. And here is my disco jumper. <laughs> and we played croquet. I kid you not. Um, on the lawn as, and you know, there's, you have to, your obstacles are deer and tourists and who are taking naps after a huge fight. And, you know, I mean, it was just a kick in the pants, such a fun <laughs> place to play. So this, this same guy continued on with me and Zion. We have further memories of Zion. So that uh, was he, one of your dates that you had. That was one of our very initial dates. And then uh, fast forward a little bit further, he takes me again there to Zion, but at night, uh, so, uh, and I don't know what we're doing. We start to hike Angel's Landing and we up, 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 and there's nobody there. This is now, that was maybe September. This is now January, probably. Um, and we're going up, 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 and... Uh, he's got a big old backpack and we get just before the chains. There's kind of a platform. You've probably taken a break on before mm -hmm. as we are ascending and he lays down this. And you blanket. have to back up. Wait, you have to say, so angels landing is one of the classic hikes and you have to get permits now to do it. It's this cliff that you can hike up to and you're hiking out on these, like this knife edge cliff with only chains to hold on. There's nothing supporting you. If you slip and fall to your death, it's like, it's extreme. Yeah. 
yeah, it's a big deal to climb up. And it's one of the most exhilarating hikes in the United States. It's a bucket list for sure. He pulls out of this backpack, a blanket where we sit and no one's around um, under this blanket of of stars that illuminates the night sky. And he, I mean, a dreamy as can be moved in for the first kiss. And I was all about it. Your first so. kiss on Angel's Light because you've got this killer view of all of Zion's below you. Hmm. So that was so croquet guy and kiss are one in the same, and that's my husband now, Kurt Boucher. <laughs> yes, he played it well. Yes, so great, so great. So fast forward again to September, and we are hiking in Kolob, and uh, he is. Kolob is just north of Zion. A huge tip if you don't want the crowds, go to Kolob Canyon. You know, you you don't have all of the shuttles or things you can just explore, but all the gorgeous red rock. And he says, just wait, I need to hike a little bit further. So red rock is our jam, you can tell at this point. Um, So I wait, he hikes up further and then yells for me that I can come. I come up and there's some flat red rock where... He has laid out again, uh, not just a blanket this time, but some of those little champagne glasses and Martinelli's and a picnic basket and all of this. And he proposes to me um, there at Kolob. (laughs) And the greatest part about it was was as soon as he asked me if if I would marry him, it starts to rain, which I think most people would be like, oh, I'm having my moment. But I had not told my roommates nor anyone else really that the one thing I wanted to have for my wedding proposal, my marriage proposal would be that it rained. And right then it started to sprinkle and then rain. And of course, it was a massive yes from me. (laughs) Exactly what I wanted. Oh, my word. So there's there's some Zion for you. And I also have some Zion. For you, it takes place again in Narrows um, with same guy. We are now married. We are going to do Narrows top to bottom, which is a huge sixteen mile hike. We start into this. I mean, this hike will astound you and test your limits, give you a greater appreciation of the beauty of the American Southwest for sure. But it's a big daddy deal, and you're going through. Um, you're hiking through the Virgin River itself. We start in at mile two and I hear a pop in my ankle. Oh my word. I have, this has never happened to me. I have not broken nor twisted. So I think, huh? But I just think, huh? Because <laughs> we are doing this for our very first time together. How awesome are we? So you had already done this with the uh, handsome men before, but yes. this was going to be the one for reals. Now you knew what you were doing. Yes, the time before I had been in a flash flood. So this, we actually did check weather and and we did all the right things. And I really wanted to do this with him. And he'd done it before too. And we're so sporty and let's do it. So I hear that and he's, are you okay? And I'm okay. We're passing Bullock's cabin. We're just entering in the area, but I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. So we continue on. I mean, we continue on and we are getting thick into the narrows. We're getting like the middle of it, um, you know, high water, high cliffs. It is not improving. It is worsening for sure. And it's worsening so bad that I am hobbling. Um, I, we didn't rent or bring any sticks to check the water levels or to check where we were going. Um, 
so I don't have a second extra stability and my ankle is killing me so bad. So that, uh, the last two miles I, I break, I crumble. I can't walk anymore. People are passing us and it's, and, but I just, I can't. So he puts me on his back and he legit carries me, you guys. for the last two miles of the narrows and to carry anybody for two miles of a hike, but to carry anyone for two miles of a hike in water, stumbling with rocks and you don't know what you're doing. And neither of us have poles. I mean, yeah. And then it's not just that. Then you get to the river walk of temple of Sinawa, and that's still like, it's a haul after you've done the narrows. I think it's another mile. Yeah. You're like, this will never end. And it would never end. Now we've gotten to the end and it's dark. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is there. We're at the shuttle. The shuttles have stopped for oh, the night. No. So you're stuck in the park? Yeah. So <laughs> there is no option. We have no option. I am I am broken and cannot go and we are cold. We we um we rented the boots that they recommend, but mine were not were a size half size too tight. And so I was feeling it on the front of my toes as well as my ankle. It's eight more miles. No, so you hiked out. There was nothing to be done. We hiked eight more miles to the, to the visitor park? center, to the entrance of the national park. So oh 16 on top of eight, all on this ankle. Oh my gosh. I remember us pulling off our boots at the, at the end of the eight miles. And, and I know that I cried. <laughs> I'm sure he, if he wasn't weeping, into, I, I mean, he was just uh, a full on hero, you know, like absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. He carry you on those last eight miles or hobbling or what did you guys yeah, do? He, we, we did what we could. It was, it was a mix of hobbling and on his back. I mean, my goodness. Like what an ask and what a journey and what a testament of love that he had for me. And yeah. Oh, and my ankle's Lord. never been the same. So don't do it. It's a bad, it's a bad call. If you <laughs> can't pop, just call it. <laughs> well, Aaron, Alan, yeah. You torqued your ankle on the top of Mount Timpanogos. Is it the same ankle? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh no. Cause that was just and, a few years ago and to have it re-injured again. Oh, that's brutal. And when I, 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 what time did you win? Um, you and Kurt go this, this time when you hurt your ankle? Uh, this was around, I think it was in September as well. It was a nice time of the year to be good, be doing it, but it was, it wasn't the summer where it was as crowded. So, so yeah, we really were all alone walking those asphalt roads from one shuttle stop to the next shuttle stop to the next, just by ourselves. I've yeah, always w- wondered what would happen if you missed the shuttles. Cause they end at like four 30 or something way too early. I think. Yeah. And I feel yeah. bad because I don't remember like a lot of your other stories. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. But this one, I don't even remember. You got all injured. You just buried it. <laughs> yep. Suffering. That's what happens if you miss the shuttle. Don't miss the shuttle. Marilyn <laughs> oh, so. um, is going to share a little bit on our podcast for our um, tips and tricks and hack preview of what what listeners will be getting. Yes. Listening for hacks. I want to share with you some essential pivotal game changer gear that you must have if you're doing a slot canyon or the narrow specifically. All Perfect. Right. Oh, excited to hear it. Well, thank you Ooh, so much. And tips, 
and tips about um, Angel's Landing. Now that there's permits and things, I'll give you a few on how to do that now. How Ooh. to get in and do it. Yeah, because it is Indeed. like science is a bucket list, the whole park. And then Angel's Landing is one of the, I think Angel's Landing and Hiking the Narrows, even if you're just doing it from the bottom up, which doesn't need a permit, are the two must do's in Zion National Park. So Marilyn will be able to give you some tips and tricks on that. So um, stay tuned for that. Um, go ahead and check out our podcast, Mountain Mama uh, Misadventure Hacks. It's a Patreon podcast. So it's $5 a month to get access to all our tips and tricks from all our guest lecturers and things like that. Guest, our guest speakers. <laughs> and you're helping support women, supporting women. That all goes back into the Mountain Mamas nonprofit organization. So that's true. Well, thank you, Marilyn, so much for joining uh, or sharing your stories with us today. That is it for today. And as always, remember, a woman's place is in 